0: I got the authority, the Devi authority This pot is just more to me the authority going way, way, way up. taking my opponents down and going way, 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 way up Check that waiting is waiting you down yeah. it's a bevy a devy, you can bet I stay ready I ain't petty I'm betting all up on me to the what's penny. up guys and all welcome into the Devi authority from coming from to you through the airwaves of the media from Empire from that one one is, she she is the fantasy authority I'm Christian Welch evil Empire FF on I Twitter and I'm your host for this adventure this is episode 29 and we're finishing actually not just continuing we are finishing our all Devy conference series for 2022 finishing up with the sec the best conference in the land just to remind you guys i'm building a start 10 super flex fantasy team with all the all-stars from the sec so let's go ahead and dive into my quarterback room and it's hard not to start with last year's heisman winner bryce young from alabama bryce young six foot tall 195 pounds 66.9 percent completion last year 4872 passing yards 47 touchdowns to just seven interceptions That's a QB rating of 167.5. And again, that was good enough to bring home the Heisman Trophy for Bryce. Bryce has incredible arm strength. He's a great athlete. He's a dual threat, but he would rather pass first than leave the pocket. He really doesn't utilize his running skill set very much. But he's got tremendous poise, tremendous pocket presence. He's got a high football IQ. Like I said, he's great at extending plays with his legs. He does utilize his dual threat ability that way. But, you know, another strong year coming up for him there with that, you know, incredible Alabama program. He could win the Heisman again. My my money's on C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, but I mean, these guys are pretty much neck and neck statistically. So we'll see another exciting year of Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud most likely battling it out for the Heisman, but Bryce Young certainly headlines my SEC team here. So my second quarterback, I really struggled with who to put here. On a couple pods ago, I forgot which conference it was, but I mentioned that there's like 10 guys out there that are in contention for that quarterback three in next year's class after Stroud and Young. And there's four of them that we're going to discuss uh, during this pod, but the the one that I put as my QB2 here possesses the highest ceiling of all of them. If all goes well, this is the only guy that could possibly challenge Stroud and Young for, for top five draft capital, and that's Anthony Richardson, the quarterback at Florida. So this guy's a freak athlete that's 6'4", 235 pounds as well. So think Cam Newton uh, type frame here. 59.4% passing last year, not the most accurate. Just 529 passing yards, six touchdowns, five picks. That's a QB rating of 144.1. That's not really going to get you excited. What's going to get you excited with Richardson is his prowess on the ground. So 51 carries, 401 rushing yards, and three rushing touchdowns last year. He was not Florida's starting quarterback last year. He was playing behind Emory Jones, who has since transferred to Arizona State. So it's the Richardson show this year. If he can develop as a passer and really have that part of his game be a plus with his size and the the athleticism he possesses on the ground. This guy has all the tools to be a top five NFL draft pick. So keep your eye on Richardson. He could be absolutely nothing and, you know, struggle passing and just be a a guy that picks up some rushing yards in college like a ton of college quarterbacks do. Or like I said, he could ascend all the way up to that top five at the NFL draft. So lots of uh, range of outcome there for Richardson, but it's going to be exciting to watch. So moving on to my running back room, my my running back one here is going to be Jameer Gibbs at Alabama. So he's a transfer into Alabama from Georgia Tech. He's five eleven, 200 pounds. So he hits that 200 pound mark that we always want to see. Um, 143 carries, 746 rushing yards and four touchdowns last year at Georgia Tech. Also had 35 catches for 465 yards and two receiving touchdowns. And that's honestly where Gibbs shines. This guy is a elite pass catching running back prospect. So if anyone's getting Christian McCaffrey-type comps coming into your dynasty rookie draft, it's probably Jameer Gibbs. He's a really extinctional runner with incredible vision, um, and, and like I said, he's probably the best pass-catching running back in the country. He's got great hands. He's explosive with long speed. He's shifty in open space. He makes defenders miss easily, and he runs with good power for his size. He's really the total package for fantasy, and now we're seeing that, that Bama bump, right? When he was at Georgia Tech, people were in, but now that he's Alabama's starting running back, I mean, he is secured his place as a dynasty asset for us. My running back too, is a guy that within the community has lost some stock over this past year just because of the team he plays for is kind of in a downward spiral, and that's Tank Bigsby at Auburn. Six foot tall, 210 pounds. He had 223 carries for 1,099 yards and 10 rushing touchdowns last year for the Tigers. 21 catches as well for 184 yards, so pretty complete back. Hits that 20 reception mark we're looking for. 10 pounds over the 200-pound mark we're looking for. Just a really total package. He's got speed, he's got burst, he's got cutting ability. And his name is Tank, so you know he has power. That's really every trait that you're looking for in a runner. He's a tackle-breaking machine, but but again, Auburn's on the way down, right? I thought Bigsby was going to enter the transfer portal and, and head for greener pastures. He did not, and I'm kind of bummed that he didn't because I am not excited about the Auburn program this year, and I'm hoping Tank Bigsby does not watch his stock go go downward along with the program. Moving on to my wide receiver room. Everyone's heard of this first wide receiver I got here. This has been one of the most trendy names in the college football space, and he's also coming from the LSU program that has cranked out wide receiver talent for us over the past decade, and that's Kayshawn Boutte, like I said, down at LSU. Six foot tall, 190 pounds. Last year, he just played in six games with an injury, so he had 38 catches, 509 yards, and nine receiving touchdowns, so it's nine touchdowns in six games, just absolutely dominant last year. He's a quick twitch athlete. that's versatile he could stretch the field he's excellent after the catch he's one of those guys that's proven enough already that he literally could take this year off and still be a first rounder so new regime there at lsu with brian kelly we'll see how to utilize him but it really doesn't matter this guy is uh, an elite dynasty asset for us going forward my second wide receiver we're going to go back to alabama and we're going to take Jermaine Burton. So he's another transfer. Uh, they grabbed him from Georgia, you know, which is crazy. A guy going from Georgia, who just won the national championship, to Alabama—pretty heated rivalry the past couple of years with those guys playing for for SEC championships and national championships. But Burton got his ring with Georgia. He's he's going over to the other side now. So um, I do think it's a good career move for Burton. You know, Georgia is definitely a run first team that is not you know airing it out. Uh, Burton wants to show his what he can do out there. So he's going to Alabama, where, where they absolutely showcase the passing game. And they've had recent success with transfers. We just saw Jamison Williams come in from Ohio State and then go in the first round after having a huge year at Alabama. But Burton's six foot, 200 pounds. Last year at Georgia, he had 26 catches, 497 receiving yards, and five touchdowns. He's just a well-rounded, talented receiver that's just been limited. So seeing the opportunity he has at Bama with the skill set he has, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him increase his stock. My third wide receiver is definitely my favorite on the list, baby. I'm a Tennessee fan, and we're finally decent enough where I get to put a Tennessee player on one of these lists, and that's wide receiver Cedric Tillman. So six foot three, 215 pounds, just a huge frame receiver. Last year, he had 64 catches, 1,081 yards, and 12 touchdowns. So he had pretty much done nothing in his career up until then, but really broke out with a huge season last year. He's a big-body contested catch monster. That destroyed the Georgia and Bama defenses last year. So it's not like he was putting up these numbers against Tennessee Tech or anybody like that. When this, when we, when Tennessee played Georgia and Bama, Tillman was was over 100 yards, just making the defenses look silly out there. So he's he's playing amongst the big boys and playing well amongst the big boys. He needs to add to his route tree, but he uses his body so well to get open and is open so often. He's gonna have another thousand yard year this year at Tennessee. With uh, Hendon Hooker there. And I mean, I think the NFL is going to take notice to a six foot three, 215 pound wide receiver coming off back to back, 1,000 yard receiving years in the SEC. So stock up for Cedric Tillman. So on to my tight end. And this is just crazy here. Tight ends are usually not filling up the stat sheet and they usually take quite a long time to contribute. Last year at Georgia, tight end Brock Bowers, who was a true freshman, absolutely hit the scene like crazy. 56 catches. 882 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns for the true freshman. Bowers is 6'4", 230. He's a little undersized. He needs to add a little weight to be a guaranteed you know, NFL first round type guy. But, wow, what an insane freshman breakout that he had. Bowers was just flat out unguardable at Georgia last year. He caught twice as many balls as Jermaine Burton did. Just You, you, you really can't explain what an anomaly that was last year and how incredible Bowers looked. So Brock Bowers tied in Georgia. Uh, my two flexes. We're gonna go running back for both of them. So we're gonna gonna go over to Arkansas first and take the big boy Raheem Sanders. Raheem Sanders is six foot two, two hundred and twenty five pounds, one hundred and fourteen carries last year for five hundred and seventy eight yards and five rushing touchdowns. Also had eleven catches for one hundred and nine yards and a receiving touchdown. So some of these big guys are zeros in the receiving game. Not Raheem. He's he's competent as a pass catcher, but he's really a big body bruiser, is what he is. And he's got a second gear. When this guy gets going, he can really get up. And he is not just a north-south runner. He's got good lateral agility, good cutting ability. And we know Sam Pittman likes to pound the rock there at Arkansas. So I expect a huge year for Sanders. My other flex is going to be a running back going over to Texas A&M and give me Devin O'Chain. Devin O'Chain is 5'9", 185, so a little undersized. But this guy has elite speed to make it up. So 130 carries, 910 yards, and nine rushing touchdowns last year. Also had 24 catches for 261 yards and a receiving touchdown last year. So splitting time with Isaiah Spiller, you love to see that kind of stat line, especially the 24 catches. But like I said, speed, speed, speed. This guy is just an explosive big play machine, and he should get rushing work this year with Isaiah Spiller gone. So if if, if I'm going to see more carries for this guy with the, the, you know, what he's doing out there with his explosiveness, wheels up for Devin O'Chain. So my honorable mentions, all of these guys are going to be quarterbacks. And like I prefaced at the beginning, there's four guys in this pod, including Richardson, who I've already talked about, three down here in the honorable mention area that are in that group of 10 or so guys that have a chance to be that 2023 QB3. Um, I do have four quarterbacks down here. One of them is a part of the 24 class. I'll start with him. But the, the last three names here are all going to get drafted next year. We'll see how they end up positioning each other with, with their their years in the SEC this year. So I'll start off with Jackson Dart, quarterback at Ole Miss, the USC transfer. He's the one that's not eligible this upcoming year. He's in the 2024 eligible class. But he's six foot two, 215 pounds. completion at USC last year, 1,353 yards passing, nine touchdowns, five picks. Big-time recruit, and he really shined at USC last year when he got his opportunity. So Keaton Slovis left a game with injury against Washington State. Dart comes in and slings 391 yards and four touchdowns in relief of him and, and, and kept the job there going forward for a little bit. But he's an athletic guy that can sling it. He's now with Lane Kiffin, who is an offensive mastermind at Ole Miss, and we just saw what Lane was able to do with Matt Corral as a productive college player. Lost a little draft stock there at the end after the injury. But, I mean, nonetheless, Corral's in the NFL. You know, Jackson Dart is in good hands. He, he's flashed, you know, elite play in at least that one game last year at USC. I'm excited to see how Lane Kiffin can continue to develop Dart. So on to these 2023 quarterbacks. There's three other guys here that have a shot, whether they're ascending or recovering stock or whatnot. I've got to start with my guy at Tennessee, Hendon Hooker. Um, Originally at Virginia Tech, Hendon Hooker's an older player. This is like his fifth or sixth year in college, but he's got a nice frame. He's 6'4", 220, 68% completion percentage last year. This guy takes care of the ball. 2,945 passing yards, 31 touchdowns to just three interceptions. So, again, very responsible with the ball. And then on the ground, this guy's a dual threat. 166 carries, 616 rushing yards, and five rushing touchdowns. So, again, dual threat, good decision maker, accurate, great size, but he's going to be a 25 year old rookie. Will that shy people away? (laughs) I I know it'll shy dynasty managers away, but will the NFL penalize Hooker for being an older player? We'll see. So my next player is going to be Will Levis, the quarterback at Kentucky. So originally at Penn state transfers to Kentucky when Sean Clifford beats him out for the job there at Penn state. Will Levis is an excellent athlete, very impressive build. This dude is jacked. Um, He's six foot three, 220 pounds. Last year, Kentucky, 66% completion percentage, 2,826 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's a QB rating of 148.3. And then on the ground, carried the ball 107 times, 376 rush yards, 9 rushing touchdowns. This guy flashed a lot of NFL throws last year. He's continuing to get first-round NFL draft buzz. So regardless what you think about him, kind of what I said about Tanner McKee on the the Pac-12 episode, You know, you got to put this guy on your radar because the NFL is talking about him, and he is a great athlete that, again, has flashed NFL throws on film. So check out Will Levis at Kentucky. And then the last one is a guy that we all know this guy's name. He has lost stock. He's transferred. We'll see if he can regain his stock. And this is the guy that we thought was going to be the 101 in the NFL draft this past year. And that's Spencer Rattler, quarterback at South Carolina, coming over from Oklahoma. Um, 6'1", 200 pounds, seventy-four point nine percent completion percentage, one thousand four hundred and eighty-three yards passing, eleven touchdowns, five picks at Oklahoma last year. He's got all the tools. And again, he was once thought to be the top quarterback in this past class, but he's a head case. Um, the guy, you know, has a reputation of being a bad teammate, you know, kind of a trash talker, not the best character guy. Maybe the change of scenery is good for him. Maybe the the humility of going from, you know, a first-round pick to having to transfer to a, a lesser school than you were at you know, has humbled him, we'll see. But a big year for Spencer Rattler coming up. You know, the range of outcomes is, is the first round to, to him not even getting drafted. So we'll, we'll see what Rattler wants to do at South Carolina this year and if he can seize that opportunity. So onto the freshman fire. We know the SEC schools recruit like crazy. So wh- how am I going to narrow it down to like two guys here that are going to contribute? So I looked at the guys that, that are not only elite as far as the prospect pedigree, but also have the opportunity to contribute early. So I have to start at Mizzou with Luther Burden. So Mizzou, in absolute coup here, lands the number one wide receiver in the country, the number three overall player in the country in five-star Luther Burden. Six foot tall, 200 pounds, Look incredible in Mizzou's spring game. I mean, this guy is just ridiculous with the ball in his hands, and you really got to expect the early breakout incoming. My other freshman fire is another wide receiver, and we're going over to Texas A&M, and we're going to Evan Stewart. So Evan Stewart, six foot tall, 175 pounds, so definitely smaller than Burden. But he has the the freak speed to make up for it. This is a sub-11, 100 guy, so just absolutely elite speed. Um, He was also a five-star player, the number two wide receiver in the country after Burden, and the number 11 overall player. And again, at Texas A&M, he has the opportunity to contribute immediately as a freshman. So just to recap my SEC team, going back up to the top, my two quarterbacks are Heisman winner Bryce Young at Alabama, Anthony Richardson at Florida, and my running backs are Jameer Gibbs at Alabama, Tank Bigsby from Auburn, My wide receiver room is Kayshawn Boutte at LSU, Jermaine Burton at Alabama, and Cedric Tillman at Tennessee. My tight end is Brock Bowers at Georgia. My flexes were both running backs, Raheem Sanders, running back at Arkansas, and Devin Achain at Texas A&M. My honorable mentions, big group of quarterbacks got Jackson Dart at Ole Miss from the 2024 class, and then Hendon Hooker, Will Levis, and Spencer Rattler from Tennessee, Kentucky, and South Carolina, all from the 2023 eligible class. And then my freshman fire was Luther Burden at Missouri and Evan Stewart at Texas A&M. So that's all I've got today, guys. And that, that wraps up our, our all Devi Conference Series. So weekly, you guys can expect the, the weekly recaps every Monday morning now where I go through the top 25 and through the big non-ranked games and kind of give you the you know box score update, if you will, of all the stats that all these Debbie prospects picked up. So make sure you tune in each Monday for that. Subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at the Fantasy Authority. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority and find me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. Catch y'all next time. All, up on me to these, all, all these, titles and shits from, from concrete to lit. Number one, see, this is it. Pedal to metal, it's lit. I swear I, 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 I got the authority, the Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie authority going way way, way up. Taking my opponents down and going way, way, way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah.